You're listening to DraftKings Network. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I can't think of a single song. I've never heard a song before in my life. <clears throat> is that better? I've never heard a song before. My name is Charlotte. <laughs> Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan. That's Charlotte Wilder in studio in New York City. Charlotte, you texted me yesterday right before the tip <laughs> for Knicks Bucks. And you said, I'm so nervous right now. And I'm so nervous for this game right now. And I said, for Knicks Bucks? Like, I, I, I didn't know if there was like a, another different sport that was playing at the same time last night. And... You told me I'm fully bought in. I have the fever. I, yes, I mean, I am 1000% obsessed with the in season tournament. I wish the Knicks had done us a favor and won last night, as your bracket mm. said, and as we have said that Adam Silver would probably have loved. But even so, um, what a what a world i just i just it feels like these games matter and it feels like players are buying in and that to me is very exciting everybody seems to be bought in the fans the broadcasters everyone's in on it, it look last night that lakers suns game that's the kind of thing that Whew. if it were a meaningless game you wouldn't see so many people complaining about that ending huh well, that's what I mean. And I think that we wouldn't see Tyrese Halliburton have that huge stage in the same way. I also don't think that the Bucks. I, I'm not convinced that the Bucks would have pulled away that they did in the game if it weren't such a high-profile situation. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And so last night, I, I alluded to the end of that Lakers-Suns game. It was a great game, back and forth. LeBron doing LeBron things. Durant continuing his amazing streak of 25-plus points in every game for, I believe, now 18 straight games. And the Suns were, you know, they're playing against the clock because they're down. They get a layup from Durant. Lakers inbound to Austin Reeves, who gets doubled, coughs up the ball. LeBron calls timeout. The Lakers are awarded a timeout. The ball is clearly out of Austin Reeves' possession. Charlotte... Frank Vogel was really upset after the game. He said, <laughs> I know it's not under the list of reviewable things, but hey, mm -hmm. we've seen it before where a ref will have an inadvertent whistle and they'll huddle up and say, yeah, I, I whistled it, but I realize now I shouldn't have. And they reversed the call in the moment. They should have reversed the call, except for the fact that Josh Tiven, the crew chief of last night's refereeing ensemble, said to the pool <laughs> reporter after the game, that Austin Reeves did have possession. And they're pointing to this. The Austin Reeves with the ball pinned to his leg yep. right before he loses control. And they're saying, there, that's control. That's a timeout. Charlotte, how does that explanation sit with you? 
Um, the explanation doesn't sit great because I don't know that control... What are you going to do with the ball when it's on your leg? Like, control to me means that you have it and you can then do something with it. But at the same time, the Suns had 20 turnovers, the Lakers yeah. had nine, um, and no one... like. It, I'm generally of the belief that, like, if you want to win the game, then, like, win the game. Don't blame it on the referees. But at the same time, in these situations, those calls do matter, and they do affect the outcome of the game. And if it's the wrong game, it sort of goes into the, like, well, should we just use robots? Like, there's going to be some human error in refereeing, which I think makes everything a little more interesting. But what what was your take on it? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm... Look, 20 turnovers, and they got annihilated on the inside. Having said that, they got annihilated on the inside of the 20 turnovers and still had a chance to win the game. And so that call was kind of crucial. And it just I, – I just don't think anyone watches that sequence and says he has control. The ball is dislodged. It's out. And the referee, I believe it was Tom Washington, who made the call – Gave the timeout call. He's on the other side of the court. So he's seeing LeBron call for timeout. He's not necessarily seeing the ball, uh, whether it's loose or not. So I, I, right. I'm, I'm kind of with Coach Vogel. I think that's something that they should be able to say, look, did you see if the ball was in control when you awarded a timeout? Not really. All right. At, at worst, it should be a jump ball. Like, hey, we don't know whether it was – dislodged or not so we're going to award a jump ball here rather than give uh give lakers or suns possession but i think all of it is kind of irrelevant because what matters is everyone's up in a frenzy about this and everyone cares and that's the big thing right that's that's all we really wanted out of any of this Yeah, I don't think we're having arguments about a call like this if it isn't the in-season tournament. And if we haven't decided Mm -hmm. that it matters. And you, my friend, are going to see the Lakers play the Pelicans, the Pacers play the Bucks. Um, What are you most looking forward to? Which game? Oh, I, I, all of, I mean, both games, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. I've never been in this situation for NBA before. I guess summer league would be the closest thing, but to go to an arena, watch a game and then wait and then watch another game. I'm, I've done it for college basketball. I've done right. it at the G league showcase. I've done it at summer league, but this is the first time I'm going to be watching guys like LeBron James and Zion Williamson and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard and, and Tyrese Halliburton do this kind of thing that that they haven't done probably since summer league or maybe even college or, or, or high school or AAU or something like that. So I think it's, I'm, I'm interested to see how they pull it off as an event, as a neutral site event where no one is the quote unquote home team. I know we have neutral site events allegedly in preseason when, Mm -hmm. you know, the Lakers are playing in, Palm Springs, Palm Springs or <laughs> or the, the Blazers are playing in Seattle. But the reality is those teams are the home team. They, they're they responsible for executing everything. Uh, and the visiting team just gets a, a check for that. This is different. This is, hey, the NBA is in full control. This is like playing in Abu Dhabi or in Paris or somewhere like that. So I, look, I'm excited. I'm, I, I want to see what it's going to look like. And I'm excited that we have another event on the calendar that's kind of like a family reunion. A lot of people are showing up to Vegas. I know I'm really excited to see, uh, well, 
I guess we'll hold that for later. Some some oh, new family members, some old some new news. family members. Yeah, we have some news. Let's tease that. Uh, but first, we have to after this go to another situation in Vegas. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I mean, the other situation happening in Vegas is that the NBA will allow scouts to go watch high school games that are being played mm. in Las Vegas at the same time as the in-season tournament. They're, yes, they're not just allowing part, it, they're hosting it. Yes, as a part of a growing partnership with Nike, NBA teams will be permitted to attend five Nike EYBL Scholastic Showcase games on December 8th through 9th. And this includes a game between Monteverde Academy and Link Academy. And Monteverde Academy is, of course, where Maine's own Cooper Flag has been playing. Uh, he just committed to Duke and is, you know, talk about a prospect. Best thing come out of New England since Duncan Robinson. So this is Nike's Elite Youth Basketball League, uh, and they bring together the top programs on the high school level to play against each other. They also do it for AAU in the summertime. In 2005, when the new CBA was ratified and they introduced the one-and-done rule, basically you had to have a year removed from your high school class and turn 19 in the calendar year to be draft eligible. When they introduced that rule, David Stern introduced a second uh, edict basically saying, no more people scouting high school games at all. You were allowed to scout just things like the Nike Hoop Summit, the McDonald's All-America game, uh, and then any uh, national team play. So if I wanted to go watch Cooper Flag play for the under-19 or the under-17 team or whatever, under-16s, World Cup, I can do that. I can watch them in FIBA Americas under, you know, under 22s. I can watch them in the FIBA World Cup, whatever. I can do those things. But going to watch his high school game off limits. And you say, what what difference does it make? Right. So you're going to have to wait a couple of years before you can watch him in person. Yes. In 2017, the Boston Celtics had the number one overall pick. Right. They then did a deal with the Sixers to trade down to three, and they took Tatum with that pick, while the Sixers took Markel Fultz number Ooh. one overall. Do you, you remember that, right? Sure do. So Markel Fultz was a very highly – this wasn't like a mind-blowing transaction. Markel Fultz was, for many people, the number one player on the board. He played at Washington. He was a big guard. We, the, You know, the game seems to be transitioning towards better guard play, more important – the guard is the most important position. Tatum was a great player in college, but everyone kind of felt like, yeah, he's he's good, maybe even number one eligible, but this wasn't a crazy deal is basically what I'm saying. Why would he gamble? Why would he trade down? Well, number two was Lonzo Ball, and every indication was that the Lakers were going to take Lonzo Ball. So there was no risk that their guy Tatum would go at two. But still, why go through this whole rigmarole and especially why skip over markel fultz well danny ainge had an advantage that nobody else had danny ainge had watched markel fultz a lot as it turns as a high school player because danny ainge had a son who was playing high school basketball say, at the did same he have time a kid oh my god that's so danny really ainge did. didn't watch markel fultz as danny ainge gm <laughs> of the boston celtics and so he was able to get a head start on a lot of the intel gathering about Markel Fultz. 
that allowed him to say he might be good, but I'm not taking him. This rule was in place because David Stern felt like he didn't want our scouts in high school gyms. But the reality is, Charlotte, when you look at the vast majority of players who were drafted straight out of high school to the NBA, they were all, on a whole, massively more successful than kids that went to college. Not wow. saying that, yeah. oh, you shouldn't go to college. I'm just saying, if you're good enough for the NBA to want to draft you straight out of high school, chances are you're going to be an NBA player. Doesn't mean you're going to be the Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett level player. And, and so... This, even if we're not going to change the age limit rule, which I think at some point needs to change, yeah. this part of it makes sense. Look, if I'm going to go watch you in high school, you're probably a pretty good player. Wow. There you have it. Are you going to go? You going to go watch any high school games? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I got to catch up with a lot of people, Charlotte. I don't know if oh, you heard the yeah. news, but oh. we here at Metal Arc and the DraftKings Network are in a new partnership with a bunch of new friends for you, Charlotte, but old friends for me. All the <laughs> all the smoke people. We've got Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes and Rachel Nichols, a, a host of other people, both in front of and behind the camera, who I worked with when I was at ESPN. We had a wonderful show called The Jump. And now all of these people are coming in under the umbrella. We're all back together on the same network. We're going to be doing a lot of cross-promotion, a lot of some of us going on their shows, some of them coming on our shows. And, I, you know, I personally, I'm so excited for this. These are not only great people to work with, and they bring, I think, a different insight to the game that we love, but also these are people that I really enjoy being around. And so I'm excited to get to Vegas to see everybody else and see the games, but I'm really excited to catch up with all my old friends. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait to get to know everybody. If this is a family reunion, am I like the cousin who was discovered on 23andMe by accident? Or am I like a step-sibling who like got married in? Like, where do, can, I, can I be a part of this family, I mean? I think you are like the newborn. And it's like, oh, oh you guys haven't met baby Charlotte yet. And She's learning like, oh. how to walk. <laughs> yeah, this is your uncle Stack, and this is your uncle Matt. <laughs> this is your aunt Jesus. Rachel. Like, hey, oh, we're all we're all here. I love it. Um, all right. Well, you know what day it is. I mean, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. <laughs> Fist the cuffs up. Pause up. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Remember the best vacation you've ever taken? Make your next one even better with Get Your Guide. With Get Your Guide, you can book over 100,000 unforgettable experiences in the U.S. and around the world. Want to see the Grand Canyon from a helicopter? They got you. Watching a wrestling match in Mexico City? No problem. Or how about a guided tour of Rome's ancient ruins? Wherever you're going, whatever you're into... 
Book your next travel experience at getyourguide.com. Charlotte, we're going to play a little game called Word Count. Here's how it goes. I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to have to answer it in 10 words or less, but we need you to visually signify how many words 10 words is. Do you have a nice little heuristic that you can use? Yes, I do. And it's these bad boys right here. No, I don't like it when you do that. (laughs) Make them fist. I don't want to see the hot dogs. (laughs) I don't want to see 10 glizzies. All right. Question number one, Charlotte. Of the teams knocked out of the quarterfinals, Celtics, Kings, Knicks, and Suns, which of them should be the most concerned and why? Knicks the Celtics, and the Kings. Kings the, oh, okay. But Knicks. Because healthy and played hard. Um, I think that the Knicks should be concerned. Obviously, as we talked about earlier in the show, there's nothing you can do when the Bucks are just making every three that they shoot and when you have Damian Lillard and Giannis. But uh, that is a team that they would run into in the playoffs, probably. And I think they played really hard that first half. I was like, oh, my God, is there? So you're saying there's a chance? Um very physical Jalen Brunson taking all sorts of charges um, Julius Randle driving to the rim which was both surprising and delightful the best and game I've ever seen he, him play he had his best game yeah it was the best game of his life and yeah. even so they lost by a lot and that is concerning to me I think it shows that they need a Dame or a Giannis as good as their and solid as their core is um, so sorry to the Knicks <laughs> so, okay, okay I mean are you ready Mm-hmm. Why should the Orlando Magic's Jamal Mosley be a front runner for Coach of the Year? And here's a quote. Franz Wagner said, quote, I think Mosley has done an incredible job. I think the hardest thing to do is get everybody on the team and to be on one page, commit to each other and commit to the group. So far, I think he's done a great job with that this year. And hopefully we can keep winning for him. I think he's definitely deserving as of right now. Who else? That's for us, right? massive leap in wins also crafted elite defense to to me there's there's no other answer there's no other team that you can look at and say oh yeah i knew they'd do that or or, or, you know kind of pretend to say i knew they'd do that and look like a fool saying it because no one thought they'd be this good now i know people in orlando are going to point to hey this team was pretty much 500 over the last 50 games of the season last year despite only winning 34 games on the year but Jamal Mosley has made them into not just a 500 team. This is an excellent team. And it's pretty incredible given they're not great at shooting. They're not great at scoring, but they are elite <laughs> defensively and they have enough offense to carry them through. And by the way, Markel Fultz has been in and out of the lineup. So they really haven't had like a fully healthy kind of lineup the entire season either. So I think a big thing about this is we could have looked at Jamal Mosley's early tenure in Orlando and said, oh, they're not winning. Get him out of here. Mm-hmm. Winning takes time. Building a culture takes time. But I applaud the Orlando front office for knowing, hey, we know we have a good coach. The results may not be there, but we know we have a good coach. We know he has good process. And give it some time. It'll turn around. And it's turned around probably more spectacularly than anyone could have imagined this soon. Question oh, number yes. two. Mm-hmm. Can the Bucks sustain the offensive power we saw Tuesday night against the Knicks? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. 
Uh, the reason I put this question in is because when we saw them play in Miami, I was like, okay, great offense. But we had expectations for them that were so high. And I feel like this is the first game we actually saw them do things that were nuts. That were like, oh, okay, well, how do you even stop that? And to me, it was it had to do with the fact that there was something on the line. I think that that vibe of the in-season tournament, they're undefeated in the in-season tournament. So to mm-hmm. me, that says like, oh, okay, there's something here that makes them care. And they have to bring that to the rest of the regular season um, because we don't want another situation like we had last year where they got knocked out very early. Uh, And that's going to be something that we have to see sustained in the rest of the regular season when there isn't an in-season tournament, even though I would really like there to be just multiple in-season tournaments as the entire NBA regular season. I'm not mad at it, but I I, I, won't disagree with you. Not that I don't think they can be a juggernaut. I just think last night... A bunch of dudes made like Malik Beasley was twerking and making shots. That's what yeah, happened. Okay. I still don't okay. see like, hey, Damon and Giannis working together. Oh my God, it's unstoppable. This two man game like Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. I'm not seeing that from them. I'm seeing here and there little drag screens in transition and a little hit aheads and stuff. But it's not like truly unlocking what that combination is. But we'll see. I guess I, I, it speaks volumes that they're they're like 15 and six and they're undefeated in season right. tournament. They're going to Vegas and I'm like, not good enough. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll see. Uh, OK, I mean, mm-hmm. PJ Tucker of the Clippers, formerly of the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to everybody involved in that situation, told Sam Amick of The Athletic, quote, there's not enough basketballs on the planet for this team, really. What is really the Clippers' biggest problem? Size, defense, team chemistry on court, and not enough practice, right? This combination can work. It's not roll the ball out work. It's definitely needs structure and a, a focal point and role definition. That happens when you have a whole offseason to think about it. When you when you got all offseason uh, OTAs, optional uh, training, where guys can work through things. When you go to training camp and saying this is how we're going to do it. When you go through preseason, when you're practicing every day, when you're not playing, and you're saying this is how we want to do it. And when you're building throughout the year on what the base that you created in the summer and, and during camp, these guys are doing it all on the fly in the middle of the season with a fairly veteran team. So that means you don't have a whole lot of practices. Even when there are practice days, it's usually guys getting mm-hmm. treatment, guys getting shots up, and maybe some you know theoretical talk, but not enough work on the court. Uh, the problem for the Clippers is all of those guys are impending free agents pretty much, whether by option or, or straight up free agency. So they've got to figure it out to a level of success that makes everyone say, you know what, let's come back and do it again next year. Totally. Great. Yeah. Good work. Charlotte, your your last question. Mm-hmm. Which current NBA player would have the best reality show and why? Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Because he would play the game. Okay, now okay. I'm going to exposition it. Because okay. to be a great reality star, it's not about how much of... Well, part of it is sort of how much of a loose cannon are you. And Draymond has showed that he is willing to do things that other players probably are not willing to do, such as mm-hmm. choking out Rudy Gobert. But also he... First of all, he has a podcast, so we know that he 
can talk on camera. He fills in on TNT. I think he's great on television. Mm -hmm. But I also think he would create the drama that you need in a reality show. He would come up with storylines. They might not be real. They might not be what's actually going on in his life. But he would give the viewer the drama and the narratives that they crave because he knows how this works. He's a showman. So uh, I, I would watch I would watch the heck out of a Draymond Green reality show. I mean, who would have the best reality show and what? I'm going to give you multiple names. Watch this. Boban. Oh, well. Lopez twins. You did a little thumbs Dennis up on those. Smith Jr. Um, Draymond. And who else am I missing? I'm missing. See, Draymond could sustain it, though. All those names are great, but Boban's would be like a cute show. The Lopez twins would be weird, but Draymond would give you like the the, the tension and the conflict that we need. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think, I think, the definition of reality show. Like, if I think of I'm things like when I, sunset, I'm seeing this. On no, Netflix. I know. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm realizing there's <laughs> there's a disconnect because reality shows now selling sunset, basketball wives, Real Housewives, um, those kind of shows are all very conflict driven. Right. It's about mm-hmm. people not liking each other. Oh, and then someone shakes the table, throws a drink or whatever. And in that regard, you're right. Draymond is would be a one. Right. Because he wouldn't be afraid to have. Issues with people on camera. Right. I'm thinking about it. I'm this. I'm showing my age. I'm thinking about like, you know, the Osbournes and like Ron's house <laughs> and like all those like it's fun. Oh, they're fun. It's a so funny family. I'm like, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking about like. The Lopez's and Boban and, and like Dennis Smith. These are funny people <laughs> with funny lives. I think they'd be it'd be interesting to me to watch them kind of, you know, very innocently stuff, you know. You know, who who ate the last Eggo waffle, things like that, you know. Like a, Robin that, Lopez I, that's is showing us his like collection of mascot jerseys. Yeah. I yeah. mean I would love that. I just don't see it getting Greenland in today's economy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. See, Charlotte's <laughs> like a real TV exec and I'm just like so hey, wouldn't it be fun if like no, it wouldn't shut up. Someone needs to slap somebody. Someone needs to choke somebody this out. The, this is the first time that I've been the cynical one in this situation. So I know first for everything. <laughs> it's weird. Boom. Thanks for watching Oddball. Yeah. They used to used to thank them for the segment. Now you just thank them for the whole show. Now I just soon thank them for the whole show. Soon, soon you'll thank them for the network. Thank you for watching DraftKings Network. Thank you for watching DraftKings. Thank you for then, Roku. In general. And then it's yeah, and then it's and then it gets even bigger. <laughs> like, thank you for just watching, you know, like for, for supporting streaming content. <laughs> Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. 